May 4th. And today, as we look into the New Testament, we'll be reading from the book of John, chapter 3, verse 22, and we'll go through chapter 4, verse 3. In John chapter 3, we'll learn about a birth from above. In our first birth, we are born of the flesh and born of water. But in our second birth, we're born from above again and born of the Spirit. Our first birth leads to death, but our second birth brings eternal life. The new birth is a new beginning that results in the newness of life. We'll learn about a Savior from above. Jesus is the Son of God, come down from heaven. He is the serpent Moses wrote about. He is the Father's love gift. And He is the light in a dark world. Like the serpent, He was lifted up. And He died on a cross for the sins of the world. All who look to Him by faith receive eternal life. And as we move on into John chapter 4, we'll learn about thirst. Because Jesus was truly human, He experienced weariness, hunger, and thirst. But His deepest desire was for the salvation of the sinful woman He met there at the well. He forgot His physical needs and concentrated on her spiritual needs. Patiently, He revealed Himself to her, a Jew, greater than Jacob, a prophet, a Messiah. He told her plainly, I am the Messiah. And she believed in Him. And her life was so changed that she immediately shared the good news with others, as we shall see. And now let's hear what the Word of God says as we read from the New Testament. May 4th, John chapter 3, verse 22, through chapter 4, verse 3. Afterward, Jesus and His disciples left Jerusalem but they stayed in Judea for a while and baptized there. At this time, John the Baptist was baptizing at Anon, near Salim, because there was plenty of water there, and people kept coming to him for baptism. This was before John was put into prison. At that time, a certain Jew began an argument with John's disciples over ceremonial cleansing. John's disciples came to him and said, Teacher, the man you met on the other side of the Jordan River, the one you said was the Messiah, is also baptizing people, and everybody is going over there instead of coming here to us. John replied, God in heaven appoints each person's work. You yourselves know how plainly I told you that I am not the Messiah. I am here to prepare the way for him, that is all. The bride will go where the bridegroom is. A bridegroom's friend rejoices with him. I am the bridegroom's friend, and I am filled with joy at his success. He must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. He has come from above, and is greater than anyone else. I am of the earth, and my understanding is limited to the things of earth. But he has come from heaven. He tells what he has seen and heard but how few believe what He tells them. Those who believe Him discover that God is true, for He is sent by God. He speaks God's words, for God's Spirit is upon Him without measure or limit. The Father loves His Son, and He has given Him authority over everything. And all who believe in God's Son have eternal life. Those who don't obey the Son will never experience eternal life but the wrath of God remains upon them. 
Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard Jesus is baptizing and making more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself didn't baptize them, his disciples did. So he left Judea to return to Galilee. Good morning, guys. This is Becca Linton. And if I haven't gotten the chance to meet you yet, I am the Women's Ministry Director here at The Refuge. And it's great to catch up with you guys today. I just wanted to give you an update of what God has been doing in the women's ministry. I know a lot of you have been asking and have been praying for all that God's been doing. And I'm just super grateful. We are all very grateful for your prayers and for your encouragement. So thank you so much. Please keep it up. We currently have five women in the house and we are pretty well at capacity. I think I could probably try to take one more, but after that, just with utilities in the house, I'm not sure that we could take many more women. So we're so grateful for the women that God has called to be here, and you guys know how hard it is and how good it is at the same time, and so they're walking through a lot of that, learning all the same things, right? But it's been really incredible to see the work that God has done in their lives in such a short time. His healing presence is really at the house, and His peace is at the house. And so it's just been really, really cool to watch Him heal and grow these women of God. So just know that. Know that your prayers are definitely effective and powerful. So thank you so much. Two of our women are currently in second phase, which is great. And then we have three women in first phase. So if you would, please be praying with me uh, for a couple of things. But for employers right now, uh, I would love to find some places to have the women work that are safe and at the same time are a bit of a challenge, right? So just praying that we're placed in the right environment with the right employers, that would be great. And then if you could pray with us for the women in the house. You guys know what that's like, right? You need strength for every day. You need joy, peace, all the same things you need in real life. But it's different doing it this way. And so they need to learn interpersonal relationships and how to deal with conflict and all of that. So that's been a blessing to go with them through. But they need it just like you guys do. So you know how to pray for them well. And then the last thing I would ask that you pray for is for staff. We have two staff right now, including myself, one other staff member, and we are just incredibly blessed to be here. It's definitely a calling, but it is heavy with just two of us. And so I would ask your prayers for at least one more staff member, if not two, uh, who could be at a coordinator level, who would be able to live in the house and love on the women in a really, uh, like, a way that's led by God. So I, I don't have any leads on that for right now. And so I'd love to have you guys' prayers for someone else to help carry the load, but also just to inspire these women and love on them. So yeah, so if you could pray for those few things, that'd be great. I'm super grateful for your prayers. I'm also grateful, I just want to let you guys know, I'm really grateful for your example. And by you guys being in the refuge and choosing to stick it out and being men of God and yeah, just really choosing to press in and stay. It's been a huge example for the women. So I've shared the recent celebration video for our men who have finished. I share stories of what I know from the last couple of years of working at the refuge um, and just the things that some of you guys have been through and that you're going through in the refuge, right? And that it's not easy, but it is simple. And then we get to we get to choose to follow God with all of our heart and trust Him to work out the rest, that we love God and love people. So I'm really grateful for you guys pressing in and choosing to do that. It's just a really cool example for these women. And I 
pray for you guys often that you would continue, that you would be faithful, and that you would be able to serve your families and your communities well because you've been here, right? That's the goal is that you get to serve our God uh, in more and more ways because you've been through this. So stay strong, stick with it, and thank you for all that you're doing to serve us and to pray for us and to encourage us. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Today, we're reading from Psalm 104, verses 24 through 35. Psalm 104 praises God for His fullness as Creator. Psalm 105 for His faithfulness as Redeemer. And Psalm 106 for His forgiveness as Savior of His people. Only a great and wise God could make this kind of world. It is a place not only of greatness, but of goodness. God calls it good. He provides life water, food, and homes for man and beast, and also the birds. And he sees to it that they are cared for. Everything in creation is God's gift to us to enjoy. God rejoices over creation, and you and I should be glad in the Lord. Creation is a window through which we see God, not a mirror in which we see ourselves. And the more we see Him, the happier we become. Only this will make us good stewards of God's creation. Psalm 104, verses 24 through 35. O Lord, what a variety of things you have made. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Here is the ocean, vast and wide, teeming with life of every kind, both great and small. See the ship sailing along, and Leviathan, which you made to play in the sea. Every one of these depends on you to give them their food as they need it. When you supply it, they gather it. You open your hand to feed them, and they are satisfied. But if you turn away from them, they panic. When you take away their breath, they die, and turn again to dust. When you send your spirit, new life is born to replenish all the living of the earth. May the glory of the Lord last forever. The Lord rejoices in all He has made. The earth trembles at His glance. The mountains burst into flame at His touch. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God to my last breath. May He be pleased by all these thoughts about Him. For I rejoice in the Lord. Let all sinners vanish from the face of the earth. Let the wicked disappear forever. As for me, I will praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 22 through 24. If you plot evil, you will be lost. But if you plan good, you will be granted unfailing love and faithfulness. Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Wealth is a crown for the wise. The effort of fools yields only folly.